Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Each day this week, we'll be celebrating some of the best SMEs in the country has to offer. It's with thanks to OnPost Commerce, proud to help SMEs to grow and succeed. And today, we're joined by Sam Donnelly from Sam's Barbers. Good morning, Sam. Morning. How are you? Thanks for coming in. Tell us a little bit about Sam's Barbers. Wow. Well, I'm a fourth generation barber. Fourth? We've fourth, yes. And we have seven barber shops in Dublin. Uh, we have two coffee shops, a new one just opened up in the west of Ireland at the Galway Bay Sailing Club. And we have a product range that we export to 50 countries around the world. So you have five barber shops of uh, in the original style and yes. two additional ones. Is that right? Yeah. Just before lockdown, we set up a new concept called Market Barbers in conjunction with Lidl. And we opened up two of the stores at two little stores, one on the Cabot Road in Dublin and one in Castanock Village. In the, in the supermarket? Well, just we, we're Adjacent tenants of Lidl, Lidl, our own separate uh, Unit. units. Yes. Okay, that must have been pretty daunting when lockdown hit and you just opened these two new concepts. Yeah, like it's kind of weird because you're going back on your records compared of where you were 2019, 2021 and uh, two months ago I had no record for Market Barbers for that month three years because we weren't open that early in 19 we were closed for 20 we were closed for 21 come 22 I'd literally no comparison but you were able to support your staff because you got money from the state because you pay everything above board but we're a 100% legitimate business and uh, that means cashless cashless yeah we do like in some of our suburbs we will take cash if somebody uh wants to pay by cash but it's legit we pay VAT in it and our staff are paid through the bank Now there are a few of your competitors out there Sam I don't need to tell you this that insist on cash um, and we don't know what their tax status is. But Zero. They're, but they're, <laughs> I can tell you. But when lockdown hit, they the tide retreated and they might have been exposed as having no underwear, if you know what I mean, because they didn't get support from the state. Yeah, it's a catch-22 there because uh, in the height of lockdown, the amount of calls I received from uh, employers and employees that weren't eligible for the PUP, but... Uh, because they weren't paying tax but that didn't really bother them because the the industry had come so far up to pre-lockdown and then when lockdown hit the, indus- the industry literally went back into the dark ages of cash in hand and the dark economy. So tell us more about that. Are you telling me that, that people were cutting, uh, you know, barbers, professional barbers were cutting illegally in people's homes? Oh, I've been banging that drum for ages. Like, sure, you know, every coffee shop and um, horse box had a queue of 30, 40 people in lockdown and there wasn't one ungroomed gent in them queues, all professional cuts. You could see it on the streets. Everyone was walking around with grey haircuts. And why, why, was this, why was this not being challenged by the guards or others? Oh, it's, it's, if, you, if everybody, if the dogs on the street knew about it, why wasn't something done? It's Ireland. <laughs> It's the way it is in this country, like, you know what I mean? What is the way? Are you telling me that uh, lawlessness or breaking the law is de rigueur? Look, it's as simple as this, right? The the black economy within the hair and beauty industry was rife. It still is rife. The, The... the lockdown gave it a, a new footing and it's knocked our industry back into the dark ages. And I think it's very important for the industry leaders and the powers to be to work together to encourage people to come into the legitimate economy and uh, move forward together for is a better it, environment for everyone, safer, cleaner and more productive. Is it difficult to make a profit legitimately as an SME? There's... there's it's getting less and less incentives. 
like I've warehoused an awful lot of my um, VAT and that where I'm very grateful for. And then I'm very grateful for the the benefits we got over lockdown, but I'm paying it all back. There's no such thing as a free lunch. So all the money that I was legitimately entitled to claim, I'm now paying back. Mm-hmm. So I got nothing for free. So you get people within the industry laughing at you kind of saying, sure, why would you bother? You're paying that back. What I make goes in my pocket. And then what happens is you've got a an inflated day rate of people within the industry because you've got the illegitimate stores prepared to pay cash in hand at the end of the week. And it doesn't appear to be any policing of that? No, zero policing as regards to uh, cash in hand. Now, you're part of the Dublin Town Group, which looks after this city. Can you not use your influence with them or with ISME? Uh, to get something done. On we, are, we are working very, very hard and in all fairness within Dublin Town we had a very positive meeting with Pascal Donoghue a few months ago and I rose these concerns with Pascal Donoghue and he was very responsive to it and um, hopefully, please God, with that meeting we will be moving forward and trying to tackle this uh, problem within the industry. So I'm quite confident uh, wasn't a fan of Haskell before that but to be honest, he won me over then. He might have got your vote if you were in his constituency. I am. Um, <laughs> are, are you based in Cabra, did you say? Yeah, I'm on the Cabra Road, born and bred Cabarian. Okay. <laughs> What's it like hiring and retaining staff as a small business? It's horrible. It's just, I own coffee shops as well and it's not just across the hair and beauty industry. Uh, there's no incentive for people to work within the legitimate uh, economy these days. It's a great country for the man who wants to do nothing. Wow. There you go. That's it in a nutshell. That was said to me there a few weeks ago. And you raised that, I presume, with the Minister of Finance? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great ma- It's a great country for the man who wants to do nothing. So w- when we say we have almost full employment, you know, with unemployment down to whatever it is, 4%, that's not a true reflection of the actual employability or the workforce and what they're up to. Like, like put it this way, right? If you're if you're an individual in in receipt of benefits, state benefits, the HAP or whatever it may be, there's no incentive for you to work full time. If you work full time, you lose all your benefits. So these people are forced, which they're entitled to, and they need them benefits to survive in this country. It's so expensive to live in this country that mm-hmm. these people need them benefits, and I think they deserve it. But there's no incentive for them to go into the full time work industry because if they earn too much. They lose all their benefits and then it costs them money to go to work. So they're forced to go into the black market economy, work three days on the book and then work for a barber, uh, cash in hand elsewhere. But I don't quite understand. Are you saying that we should pay slightly less unemployment uh, payment benefits to incentivise those people to get out and look for a job? Look, we have to be radical about this and we have to think outside the box. I hate this stereotypical where we just all sit inside the box and don't look outside. Ireland is innovators. We have travelled the world and broke barriers globally but then when it comes to like you know saying this is the minimum wage this is the living wage I pay the living wage and some of my employees when they get taxed they come out less than the minimum wage where's the logic of that? Well, where's the fairness of that? There's no fairness in it. So I wouldn't blame them to go and get cash in hand. I wouldn't blame them to only work three days a week. We need to incentivize the workforce of this country to come back into the legitimate economy and make a contribution. And we'll all in the long run have a better and more productive country that we're all proud to live in. Pascal, Leo, Michal, I hope you're listening to this. This is a a legitimate worry now for um, the small business. Thank you so much. Uh, That is Sam Donnelly from Sam's Barbies. And best of luck with your expansion plans and uh, good luck to Cabin. 
Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.